0: You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The TIE. Thanks for listening. The TIE is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetie.ca and become a TIE Builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel any time. Trial begins for a hereditary chief charged in the CGL pipeline conflict. By Amanda Follett Hosgood May 17, 2023. Security was unusually tight at the courthouse in Smithers on Monday, with sheriffs using metal detectors and searching the bags of those who attended the first day of the trial of a 10 hereditary chief, criminally charged, for his role in opposing the coastal gas pipeline. Chief Stai a wing chief of the Lake clan, who also goes by Adam Gagnon, was arrested October 27, 2021 following an interaction with Coastal GasLink security on his clan's traditional territory. Although he was originally taken into custody for mischief and theft over $5,000, Stai Hyl now faces a charge of criminal contempt. The original charges are not proceeding, his lawyer, Rebecca McConkie, confirmed. BC Prosecution Service announced last year that it would proceed with criminal contempt charges against some of those charged in the pipeline conflict in October and November 2021. Coastal GasLink has not proceeded with civil lawsuits against those accused of breaching its injunction, which prevents anyone from blocking access roads and pipeline worksites. A lawyer for the pipeline company sat behind Crown prosecutors in the courtroom Monday. According to facts read by Crown Prosecutor Paul Batten, Stai had several interactions with police and Coastal GasLink security over the 10 days leading up to his arrest. The exchanges occurred in an area covered by the injunction and were captured in videos recorded by security workers and police between October 17 and 26, 2021, he said. On the afternoon of October 27, an RCMP officer was on the Shea Forest Service Road southwest of Houston when he received a call that STAHYL was heading his way from a nearby work camp and was arrestable for mischief and theft, Batten said. In the back of the truck, police found four batteries used in heavy-duty equipment, he told the court. Stahyl was handcuffed, searched and taken to the Houston RCMP detachment that evening, where he was held in custody until the following afternoon, Batten said. Also recording the exchanges were its.hyl and his supporters, who uploaded videos to social media accounts supporting Ten pipeline resistance, the court heard. According to Batten, it was the public nature of the actions that shifted them from civil to criminal contempt. There are four elements of criminal contempt, the existence of an order, knowledge of that order, that the accused breached that order and then the accused did so in a public way. This last element being what distinguishes criminal contempt from civil contempt, he said. As the trial got underway Monday morning, the court heard from a consultant hired by the RCMP to collect content posted to Gitim 10 checkpoint and sovereign-like Semisyu, public social media accounts supporting Wetsua 10 hereditary chiefs who oppose pipelines through their traditional territory. Julie Jones was contracted in May 2022, through her business Human Eye Intelligence Services, to retrieve materials posted to the Facebook and Instagram accounts in the days leading up to Stahil's arrest. Jones testified that RCMP provided her with a list of 14 videos, including names of the accounts, the dates they were posted and a title for each video. She used a virtual private network, or VPN, to mask her identity while downloading the files and software that recorded her steps. On that list, there was also two websites. One was a news website and the other one was the Coastal, GasLink, Pipeline website, she added. In the videos, which were played for the court, Stai Hyl introduces himself to Coastal GasLink security workers as the Like submissue enforcement officer. He tells them that they are trespassing on the clan's territory and asks them to leave, saying he will seize equipment and decommission vehicles used for pipeline construction. As Wet'suwet'en, we're not recognizing that injunction because we're not part of BC. We're not a part of Canada, so that injunction is completely invalid on Wet'suwet'en territory," Stai Hyl says in a video posted October 25, 2021. In another video posted two days later. STA Hyl is shown climbing onto heavy machinery and removing its batteries, saying he is securing the equipment because none of the executive at CGL will come to the table if we don't have a few assets in order to bring them onto the table. Under cross-examination, Jones confirmed that her role focused on evidence collection rather than investigation. In response to questions from McConkey, she said RCMP had not asked her to conduct internet research related to allegations of the pipeline's environmental or cultural impacts, or details of Wet'suwet'en law. Later in the day, the court heard from two witnesses who worked for security companies contracted by the pipeline company. Douglas Drapier was working for SecureGuard, a company providing contract security services on October 17, 2021, when he crossed paths with Stah Hyl, who was driving a red Chevy pickup on the pipeline right-of-way near the Parrot Forest Service Road south of Houston. Initially thinking it was a pipeline worker, Drapier pulled onto the right-of-way and the two vehicles pulled up next to one another. Stah Hyl introduced himself as the Miss enforcement officer and said he had warned Coastal GasLink to remove its equipment from the clan's territory or it would be seized, Drapier said. Another person in the pickup recorded their exchange. They told me I was on native land and they had the right to be there, that I didn't, Drapier said. He wasn't rude. We weren't rude to each other. We were very polite to each other. He understood I was doing my job. He estimated the pair spoke for about a half hour. Following the interaction, Drapier said he called his supervisor on a satellite phone and another company hired by Coastal GasLink, Forsyth Security, sent several vehicles to the site. Forsyth Field Security Advisor Angela Robinson was among those patrolling the Parrot Road that morning, she testified. She met with secure guard personnel at about 9.30 a.m., but it wasn't until later in the afternoon that I actually had the opportunity to engage with Mr. Gagnon, she said. She described how, just before 3 p.m., Stai Hyl's red pickup pulled from the Parrot Road onto the right-of-way, where the security workers were parked near heavy machinery. A number of other vehicles followed, she said. After at first observing Stai Hyl's exchange with another security worker from her vehicle, Robinson stepped out of her vehicle and began speaking with the hereditary chief. The court watched the exchange, which was recorded on Robinson's body camera. In it, Stai Chuyel introduces himself as the leipzig enforcement officer and reminds Robinson of an eviction notice previously issued to Coastal GasLink by Wetsuwa-10 hereditary leadership. I'm asking you guys to all, please leave, he says. That injunction is bogus as hell. We have a Supreme Court decision on our side. Stai Hyl tells Robinson that he's going to seize equipment. Robinson can be heard relaying updates to her colleagues via satellite communications, describing Stah Hyl removing batteries from an excavator. He was arrested by RCMP about an hour later on the Shea Forest Service Road, roughly 70 kilometers southwest of where he removed batteries from the excavator. About two weeks later, Wetsuwa-10 hereditary leaders would close the Morris Forest Service Road through neighboring Gidim-10 clan territory, leading to a four-day standoff and the arrests of about 30 people. Some of those arrested in November 2021 also face criminal contempt charges and have applied to the B.C. Supreme Court to have the charges stayed. The Crown said it plans to call eight witnesses in Stah H.Y.L.'s case and expects to wrap up on Thursday. The defense is scheduled to present its case over a week in July. Thanks for stopping by the Taii today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here.